Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the 425 Show. I'm your guest. I'm your guest. <laughs> it's going to be I that kind of a day. Am I, I hosting? You I might be. I we, we might be. There you okay, go. Okay, we can co-host. Yes. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> you can see how the show's going today. Uh, I'm your host, Nicole Mangina, with Windermere Real Estate, and we have an amazing guest today that I am excited to introduce, <laughs> Katya Defani with Urban Wellness. Yeah. Um, downtown Kirkland. Thanks for being here. Yeah, you're so welcome. Thank Happy you. Happy to be here. Yes, I hope you brought your A game because clearly you're going to have to be here <laughs> on the show today. <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. You got it out of your system. Okay. But, uh, but you've been here before and you've yeah. got all kinds of great stuff to talk about. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, okay. Where so let me start? prep it a little bit better than I just did. So Katya owns Urban Wellness, which is downtown Kirkland and is just a phenomenal resource for all kinds of things. Um, you've got all kinds of classes and resources mm-hmm. for people who want a more natural alternative mm-hmm. to whatever it is that ails them. Yeah, so exactly. With that, why don't you take it from there? All right. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So I am an herbalist, which, you know, there's a few of us out there in the world. But uh, basically, I was trained in herbal medicine mm-hmm. uh, at Bastyr University locally okay. here. And I've had the shop for 10 years. Next month, we're celebrating our 10-year anniversary. That's exciting. Super exciting. Yay. Um, So, yeah, I I make up all sorts of herbal blends Mm -hmm. and uh, herbal extracts and for things like allergies this time of year. I know. We were talking about that before the show. uh, Yes, exactly. People coming in with the itchy eyes and the runny noses and things like that. Um, But we also have a lot of uh, essential oils and Mm -hmm. aromatherapy and natural skincare. Uh, one of the things I'm really passionate about is non-toxic living, like using things that right. are healthy, uh, obviously, for our bodies and our skin and aren't adding to that toxic load that, unfortunately, we have more of in the world. So, yeah. So as an herbalist, people come in and they tell me kind of what's going on, um, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's anxiety or sleep. Stress-related stuff is big. Unfortunately, that's an indicator of kind of the world we live in, too. It's kind of life. Yeah, it's kind of life. Exactly. So there's a lot that herbs can do to help support the stress response, lower the stress response manage it better, sleep better, those kind of things. So that's a lot of what people come in for. Mm-hmm. But then we also talk to people all day about inflammation is big. This time of year, I notice an uptick in selling like anti-inflammatory products. And I think that's because, you know, like people are more active right. now. All of a sudden, it's beautiful, for especially for June here in the Northwest. So I know. We totally lucked uh, yeah. out this month. It can go either way. I know. I've been loving it. So yeah, I'm not like itching to get out of here like I usually am by June. Right. <laughs> get me out onto this cloud. Um, so yeah, and the, and the plant world is just going, going crazy. It's awesome out there. I went hiking yesterday and valerian is coming up in the mountains. A lot of people probably know valerian for sleep and we have a native valerian species that grows in the mountains here. And Oh, wow. Yeah. And earlier I was harvesting nettle and, you know, that's a great one for allergies actually. Nettle oh, really? Leaf. Yeah. I didn't realize like that. Like native stinging nettle. A lot of people have no idea you can use it for medicinal purposes, but it's actually super, super high in minerals. Okay. And chlorophyll actually out, uh, outweighs kale in that regard, which is always a little bit surprising to people. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so you can make it as a tea, and it doesn't it loses all the sting once you put it in hot water. Okay. Um, and you make it as a tea or cook it, uh, cook with it, add it to smoothies, that kind of thing, and that can oh. lower the histamine response. Interesting. And also just, like, supports uh, your overall your tissues through the, min- the minerals that it contains. You know, minerals are really important right. in a lot of functions in the body, and a lot of people are deficient in minerals, so... Interesting. Yeah. Okay, good to know. I knew that nettle tea was good for you. Yes. Um, but I didn't know about the anti-inflammatory. Anti-histamine. Yeah, antihistamine yeah. and anti-inflammatory. Yeah. I know. So mm-hmm. what's the difference? Antihistamine, anti-inflammatory. Well, 
I mean, overall, when you reduce inflammation, there's all these different pathways in the body that okay. lead to inflammation and certain herbs or compounds or foods can like interfere with those pathways and lower the inflammatory response in the body. Okay. So nettle does do that to a degree, but basically histamine is released by certain cells, mast cells in our body, and that's what Got causes it. the allergic um, symptoms that people know. Okay. The runny, uh, I mean, watery eyes, runny nose, itching, that kind of thing. That's a histamine reaction. Okay. The body's responding to this overload of histamine. Got it. And that causes swelling of the tissues, which is meant to help the immune system deal with whatever it is that you're reacting to. But obviously, it gets out of control and out of hand. Right. Um, so things that lower that histamine response Got can it. help with those symptoms. Okay. Basically, and nettle has, has some of that. Okay. Yeah. Great. What are some of the other things that are good for that? Yeah. So or are there others? I'm yes. Sure yes. Things. Definitely. Yeah. So quercetin is another compound that's really known for that, and that's in like onions and berries and lots of natural like fruits and vegetables it's a compound an antioxidant flavonoid compound okay um and when you take that yeah totally (laughs) when you take that with freeze-dried stinging nettles so you'll see compounds called nettle quercetin okay capsules usually they've been both shown to like what we call stabilize the mast cells the mast cells are produce the histamine so they stabilize those there's not as much histamine being produced got it and that can lower that response okay you know the other big thing that a lot of people tell me like that it works so well for them is bee pollen and local raw uh, honey. Yeah, I've heard and that a so lot. And it's so interesting because it's like by ingesting the very thing that you're reacting to, right? Um, the body then realizes that it's something that you can metabolize mm-hmm. and that it doesn't need to mount that kind of response to. Right. I have so, one of my girlfriends swears by yes. local raw honey yep. for her allergies. Yep. She said it changes everything. Exactly. And bee pollen is another option. Um, because it doesn't have any sugar content and mm-hmm. actually it's kind of a superfood and you can add it to your food or smoothies. And you can imagine, I remember when I learned how bee pollen was collected, right? Because you're like, you have a hive and you have this little hole and they put brushes. And then as the bees are coming back with the nectar, uh-huh. you know, they've been rolling around these flowers and all this right. pollen is attached to their body. It brushes off the pollen. But you can imagine how much pollen and how many bees have to go through there just to get enough to like take a tablespoon every day. Which is mind blowing. It is mind blowing. Right? Like... A, how did they figure this out? And then who decided it was worthwhile enough to keep it going? Exactly. Because I know, you know, I've bought bee pollen before and you can get mm-hmm. it in these big jars. And I know. You think, oh my like goodness. frozen or fresh right. or freeze dried. Yeah. yeah. And you like how many bees had to go through that hive to collect that much pollen is, is mind blowing. It is actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When you really think about it. So it's often easier to get local raw honey. Um, a lot of the, the small pollen. beekeepers aren't going to collect the pollen in the noticeable amounts but if you get like truly raw unfiltered honey it has a lot of pollen compounds in it mm-hmm. and it has some of the propolis and the other um, beneficial compounds in, in honey that we that we like yeah. that's yeah. awesome yeah cool well and that's you know kind of like you're talking there's different things that you could use for one like a histamine response right exactly there's different options mm-hmm. out there mm-hmm. to I don't know if treat it is the right word, but yeah. help it or yeah. affect it. Support. Yeah. Um, and I, that's one of the things that I love about your store is you're there and then you've got another gal that works there. Yeah, we've that's got, really got several a, employees. Yeah. yeah, but you are also knowledgeable mm-hmm. and to come in and talk through that process. Mm-hmm. Um, because I know I always love the idea. I would much rather take a natural remedy or do mm-hmm. something on that avenue versus awesome. take a drug or you know medication or whatever. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's a little overwhelming, right? Mm-hmm. You go into the natural food store and you're like yeah i don't know which of these i think i need all of them so maybe yeah i'll just get none of them right I'm right like, I exactly can, i don't know i know well I'll just get the chewable vitamin c that's really candy because <laughs> it tastes, tastes good, good. <laughs> so if i take like 18 of those maybe that'll fix it <laughs> right. 
awesome. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, well, I, I, I think that you're like a lot of people. So it is overwhelming. Yeah. And that's, that's why I started a shop like I did, because in the herb world, there's hundreds of herbs and they do different things. And unless yeah. you take the time to study them like I did, right. it can be super overwhelming. And I love it when people are empowered enough to like read about it a bit, incorporate mm-hmm. certain aspects in their own lives. And that's what I love about herbal medicine. Right. It's very accessible. You can mm-hmm. grow your own herbs if you want to. You know, we're working yeah. with a farmer out in Carnation who's growing some of my herbs this year. And oh, I'm really? super excited oh, about that. that. exciting. Yeah. But, you know, you can grow your own calendula flowers and harvest them. You can go out and harvest your own nettle. But you have to know, obviously, what the plant looks like, how to safely identify it and, and harvest it. But once someone knows that knowledge, they can, you know, they can go out and pick their own lemon ball leaves and make their own lemon balm tea. And that's, oh, that's calming yeah. to the nervous system and helps with sleep and anxiety. And so it, that's what I love. And then to be able to come into a shop like mine, I know it's a lot of people just kind of like say, like, whatever you suggest kind of thing. Right. Like, you know, right. And we make different combinations because herbs also work really well in synergy together. Mm-hmm. So, for example, we make an allergy ease tea. It isn't just nettle. It has other herbs that help support the sinus membranes and reduce mucus and help overall with inflammation. And then we try to make it taste good so that if you're drinking a tea every day or a couple times a day, you actually enjoy it. Um, And then we have it in other forms, too, because, you know, the most common one of the common questions I get is, well, which form is best? And I always say whichever form you'll actually take. You know, because if I, if I, I think, tell them a yeah. tea uh-huh. and they like don't do tea, they're not a right. tea person, they have to get all the tea equipment, they forget about it half the time, then, you know, what's they're the out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to do you any good. Yeah. So. And, but it is, I think, you know, anytime you're trying to do something with your body, it, it's, it helps to be kind of in partnership with mm-hmm. somebody, which is what you guys do mm-hmm. at Urban exactly. Wellness, right? Because you can yeah. come in, you can talk through it. And yep. sometimes you have to try different things, exactly. right? It's nice when you nail it the first time and. You guys are great with all well, of Well, and sometimes input. that happens, but sometimes it doesn't. But everybody's and, body mm-hmm. is different. Yeah. And um, like you said, with the teas, to combine different things. Because a lot of times with all of us, right? Anytime you've got something going on, there's usually other things as well. Exactly. There's the one thing that's bothering you the most, but there's usually other things that need some help or support. Exactly. Um, so figuring out how to pull all of that together, mm-hmm. um, I think that's where you guys really excel. Awesome. At Urban yeah. Wellness. Yeah, that's great. So, that's yeah. nice to hear. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and you do, you do a lot of education as well mm-hmm. for people. Yeah. So on top of just talking and... through on a daily basis with people what herbs are best for them, we also teach classes. Mm-hmm. Just taught one this past weekend on uh, healthy skin. So it was from an internal perspective, like okay. if you have something going on with your skin, how can you support that with herbs internally? Right. But then also how do you um, apply things topically that are going to be supportive mm-hmm. to the skin health in general? Um, so that's always a fun class. A lot of people like the skincare classes because you can learn to make your own you know, your own products or your own masks or blends of different herbs that support your specific skin. Oh, nice. You know. Sounds like a fun girlfriend thing to do, yeah. actually. Yeah, <laughs> people do that a lot, actually. Yeah. It's either mother-daughter or, like, girlfriends that come together. Yeah. I've done, like, custom classes for birthdays or, you know, oh, like, women's idea. groups and stuff where they're just like, I'm going to come learn how to make a lotion or yeah. salve, balms, um, lip balms, that kind of thing. And those are really fun. Oh, very fun. Yeah. And I've heard that a lot, actually, about skin you know, we're so yep. focused on what we put on the outside, mm-hmm. but really the vast majority of it is what we, oh, yeah. you know, ingest and Yeah, well, it's in. our largest organ, right? Yeah. It's not just this covering. It actually interfaces with every other system in our body. Right. So when something shows up in the skin, it's an indicator of something else going on, usually, yeah. unless it's like a straight-up reaction to something yeah. that you're putting on topically. Absolutely. But yeah, our skin is like a major eliminatory organ, too. It like detoxes a lot through mm-hmm. the sweat glands. 
for us. And the lymph is right below the skin, the lymphatic mm-hmm. system, and that carries away a lot of the, you know, fluids that get out from the cells or the immune cells mm-hmm. and uh, helps the body deal with those. So it's really important to support the health of the skin. That's awesome. And other angles as well. Yeah. Yeah. And what we put on it matters. You know, unfortunately, a lot of the products out there have a lot of things that you couldn't pronounce. You don't know where they're from. And then when you learn about them, they're actually like petroleum based or um, yes. synthetically derived in a way that's actually not helpful for the skin, but could potentially be harmful over mm-hmm. time. So that's something that I think a lot of more people are aware of now that um, there are natural compounds. I mean, even going back to just things as simple as a skin oil, right? Like a pressed oil from rose hip, for example, it's like one of my absolute favorites, but people have heard jojoba and apricot kernel right. and avocado oil and mm-hmm. things that are just literally just an oil, but can be super nourishing to your skin. Mm-hmm. And then essential oils can get even deeper into the tissues if you dilute them in the oils. And right. so those can have therapeutic benefits. Yeah. So, I always, I do that every now and then. And then all of a sudden I get sometimes nervous when I'm out walking around. Cause you know, when you put stuff on yeah. and you can't smell it anymore. Oh, Everybody else can smell it. Oh, (laughs) yeah, yeah. But it is. There's something about I do when I put the oils in my lotion. Uh Um, I always love that. Yeah. Um, Yeah, you got to choose smells you like. I know. You know other people like. Most of the time, people like when they they, uh, like hug me or something. Oh, you smell like your shop. And uh, it's like this combination of herbs and oils, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, I love that smell. I'm like, okay, as long as it smells good. That's 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 perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, I I could bottle up the smell in my shop. I'm sure I could sell it like crazy because people ask that all the time. Oh, the smell What's of the shop? What's that smell in here? I want to take that home. Oh, that's, yeah. Which does smell good, actually. Yeah, Every I time mean, I go in there, it's yeah. awesome. It's interesting that that's the most common thing. Yeah. Oh, it smells so good in here. I, I know. Walk in. Yeah, I always love it. I mean, because you've got, like you said, the teas pre-made. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of grab and go. Mm-hmm. And I love the way you label them. You're like, yep, I need that. Yep. I need that. <laughs> I need that chill out tea. <laughs> yep, that's me today for mental clarity. Yep, yep. I need some of that. <laughs> totally. Exactly. <laughs> um, and then you've got your big kind of wall of the individual herbs that yeah. you can buy. Yeah. You know, and mix on your own. Or yep. You'll do custom blends and stuff. Yeah. It's, I just think it's like Disneyland for me. Oh, that's it's like awesome. a little candy store to see what's in there. And, yeah. Um, learn the about right the people wander in. That's exactly how they describe it. I feel like yeah. a kid in a candy store. It's like that kind of, yeah. you know, excitement about it. That's so awesome. Very cool. Yeah. yeah, it's fun. And then you've got all your different oils and everything. And I think it's a big deal. I've been reading and learning a lot about, like, I think you said, called it the toxic load mm-hmm. of just, you know, there's the part that we eat, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, eating organic is a mm-hmm. big thing. And yeah. I, that's not new for anybody. Um, whether they do it or not, they've right. all heard of it, right? Exactly. But there's so many so. other, right? I think on the West At this Coast, point, yeah. yeah, there might be other areas. I think there's yeah. other areas. Sometimes you, I don't know if you've noticed it, right? When you travel yeah. and you oh, eat yeah. out, and you can tell like you're not yeah. on the West Coast anymore. Right, read the menu. Yeah, okay. pretty much you just cross the mountains, and that's what happens. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Although it's getting better, it is getting better. Um, Absolutely. But the toxic load. There's so many mm-hmm. other ways that we come mm-hmm. in contact with different. Toxins, whether mm-hmm. it's the lotion or laundry mm-hmm. detergent, exactly. Or shampoos, the cleaning products. Cleaning products are huge. That's a huge thing. Yes. Yeah. Unfortunately, um, and you're just like sitting there inhaling it and scrubbing on the floors, and then you walk barefoot, or your pets walk with their pads and the paws, and they absorb. Right. Some of those compounds are are really toxic over time. Yeah. Exactly. And I think that might be a newer thing for people, or just something yeah, we don't tend absolutely. to think about I know, or realize. And dryer sheets, and you know, like yeah, you just think it smells good, but there's like all sorts of toxic compounds in there that aren't really good for us to inhale. Exactly. Yeah. Um, 
and just doing it a little bit at a time, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. you don't have to overhaul it all at once. Exactly. Right? But no, really it has each, to be a step-by-step process. You know, otherwise it's not sustainable. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And people need to understand the why behind it um, in order to stay with it, right? Like yeah. you understand it, not just like, oh, they told me this is bad. Okay, I can't use dryer sheets anymore, but I don't like when my clothes smell, whatever, like not like anything, you know? So yeah. then you have to like explore other options, right? Yeah. Add, like lavender to your dryer or something like that and get a little bit of a scent or get used to not having a scent on your clothes when they're washed, you know? Yeah. So you can I always, a process. Uh, yeah. I know. I like them without it. Yeah, I don't need a scent. But if you're scent. like used to laundry smelling, you know, with, yeah. whether it's the laundry detergent you use or the dryer sheets, like people just kind of associate that with clean, mm-hmm. right? That yeah, smell. Yeah, exactly. So it's and a reframe. So, exactly. That people mm-hmm. have to go through. Yeah. Totally. Absolutely. I know. And it can be a big deal for people when they start learning this stuff. Um, it's just like, whoa, it's overwhelming. And I can get a little overwhelmed, too, because, you know, it's everything from the water and the chlorine and the fluoride that's in yeah. it. And, like, what kind of filter do you use? And how careful are you about that to, like, you know, just the air quality, unfortunately. Yeah. And, like, things that we inhale just from pollution and, and automobile exhaust and things like that. And the heavy metal load is fairly high in a lot of people. And they're mm. not aware of it because the amalgam fillings or... Just like, you know, maybe where they grew up um, was near some sort of factory or something. And yeah, there's just a lot of considerations, but luckily there's a lot that you can do. Yeah, exactly. And when you're empowered and you start taking those steps and start eliminating things that are maybe uh, higher up on the list Mm -hmm. of potential toxicity. Yeah. And then introducing things that are more supportive to your body and and your overall environment. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think it's just, just the small things. I remember when the kids were little, um, you know, even before we had kind of the whole plastic bag ban and, you know, in Kirkland, you have to bring your own bags, right, to the grocery store and all that kind of stuff. I would, anytime I can go without a bag, I would do it. And I usually have a giant purse with me. So there's a lot I can fit in there that I Mm -hmm. don't need a bag for. I would always tell the kids as I would do it, they'd say, oh, do you want a bag? No. And then I'd tell the kids, I'm saving the world one bag at a time. And I knew I was having an impact. This was a couple of years ago. Alex, our oldest, was at the store. He was buying something with his own money, right? I can't remember what it was, but it's always a big deal as a kid to mm-hmm, use your own money. Mm-hmm. And the person went to give him a bag. He goes, no, I'm saving the world one bag at a time. <laughs> and you're like, oh. It's going to be okay. <laughs> He's listening. I know. That's awesome. <laughs> totally. So, Those little things add up. trying to translate it into other things. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Yep. It's always a process. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you have lots of local classes. And like you said, mm-hmm. you'll do custom classes mm-hmm. and events. Mm-hmm. But you've got a retreat coming up. I do. It's my first one. I'm yeah. I'm super excited. Yeah. It sounds really amazing. Yeah. It's actually in Whitefish, Montana, uh, near where I grew up. I grew up near Polson, Montana, okay. the south end of Flathead Lake, in okay. northwest Montana. And I was back last summer, and one of my friends from the Herbal Science Program mm-hmm. last year, he's now a naturopath in Seattle. Okay. And his mom started an herb farm. Um, in Whitefish. And so no I went way. to visit it and it's gorgeous. You know, she has like so many medicinal plants growing and free range chickens everywhere. And she's built this beautiful little retreat center. Mm-hmm. And it's only like 30 minutes from Glacier National Park, which is one of my oh. favorite places. I have not been. It's on my oh, list. Oh, it's so gorgeous. It's really a stunning place. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, it's special to me because I used to go there regularly growing up, but right. I, it's one of my favorite places. It's so stunning. And so I'm super excited because um, we're hosting this retreat where we're going to teach. About the, the plants, you know, that are mm-hmm. growing and what their uses are and how to harvest them. And also we're going to make medicine with them. She has this really cool commercial kitchen set up where uh-huh. you can make your own 
infused oils and vinegars and tinctures, which are the liquid extracts. Oh, you learn sure. how to make those and make different no tea way. blends. Yeah. Oh, this sounds fun. Yeah. So it'll be very hands-on and time in nature. And it's a very, like, you know, it's very um, pristine and, you know, natural setting. So it'll be a nice place to unwind and relax for people. And they also have a little bit of a hydrotherapy setup. So okay. Sam's going to be leading some hydrotherapy, you know, with the sauna and the hot pool and the cold. Okay. And doing the cycle. never done that. Yeah. It's, it's supposed to be it. amazing. It is amazing. Okay. It is amazing. It, the first time you're like, oh, getting in that cold water. Like, that sounds awful. <laughs> but once you get warm enough and you get in the cold water, it's like so invigorating. It's like your whole body wakes up. I love jumping in a cold mountain lake. So that's where I really okay. got like, you can feel that sensation. All right. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. Yeah, you don't have someday, to do that. Well, someday I'll try it. <laughs> It's pretty. It's pretty spectacular. Okay. You want a quick wake up and to just feel amazing and euphoric. That's, that's an amazing way to do I'll it. I'll trust you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that'll be happening, and then we're uh, the last day on Monday. So it's September sixth through 9th, and all the information's on my website, um, which is urbanwellness.net. Oh, speaking of that, yeah. okay, urbanwellness.net, and that's Herban Wellness. I always yeah. have to say it with the H, like they do in Britain or you know Canada. Right. Herbs and Herban Wellness. Because it's a play on words. So it's H-E-R-B-A-N, wellness. Okay. But if you just say urban wellness Kirkland, even if you spell it wrong, it'll come up. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Luckily. <laughs> thank goodness for all of that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I spell a lot of things incorrectly, actually. And thank goodness for Google. They usually manage to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah. So 6th through 9th, September 6th through 9th. And on Monday, that last day, we're going to go into Glacier National Park and, and we're going to lead a plant walk. So we're going to take a hike and really? talk about the wild plants <gasps> that are growing. And mm. how you can use them. So okay, we could go do this. this yeah, really that'd fun. be amazing. You that should check sounds, it out. Yeah, I love it if you came. That would yeah. be awesome. Because I'm, you know, you were talking earlier in the show about how. Um, and by the way, if you're just tuning in, we've got Katya Defani with Urban Wellness with us today. She has um, the most amazing store downtown Kirkland for. I want to say whatever ails you, but really, it's not about. I mean, it is about mm-hmm. that, right? If, if yeah. you've got something going on, but even if you're just interested in living more naturally or cleanly yes. and you just yes. kind of want to feel better and know how you can support yourself in Absolutely. everyday life. I appreciate that so much. Yeah. That's very true. Absolutely. It doesn't have to be, oh, I have something wrong. Let me take this herb. Yeah. It's, it's also just, like, how can I have my lifestyle be more in alignment with the way I want to live? Exactly. Preventive is big. Like taking care of yourself now before it becomes a problem, right? Right. Exactly. Always trying to plant those seeds with people. Right. <laughs> well, five minutes on WebMD and you'll have all kinds of right. things you need to prevent. <laughs> I'm like, pretty sure I got that one. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Or the pre-symptoms, whatever they're talking about. Yeah. (laughs) But we were talking at the beginning of the show about, you know, you were on a hike yesterday, Mm -hmm. I think, and you were Mm -hmm. saying all these plants are out. But I'm assuming there's more to it than you just pick them and pop them in your teapot. Right. Right. There's a process and there is. Yeah. And certain ones you only harvest different time of year and you might pick up the root or you might harvest the flower and might harvest the leaf. And maybe even if you're never going to do that yourself, Mm -hmm. um, just getting to know the world around you more intimately is is some people just lights them up, you know? Yeah. It's like instead of just this green mass of things, oh, that's pretty or that smells good. You like actually can put some personality to it. Oh, this is actually something that can be used this way. Yeah. You know, and I now recognize it when I'm out in nature. I'm out on a walk along the lakefront or something. Like yeah. Washington, there's a lot of plants that grow that be used medicinally. Do you really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I usually lead a plant walk every year along um, just the waterfront, just from my shop heading north of um, the Heredith Hall Park. Oh, sure. And there's a lot that grows up in there. Really? Yeah. That's Some amazing. stuff's been planted, like hawthorn, mm-hmm. um, which is great for the heart and the berries are used. Mm-hmm. Um 
to like some wild rose bushes, but then there's plants that have, you know, seeded themselves like burdock right. root and dandelion, of course, everybody yeah. at this point probably knows dandelion roots used medicinally and then yeah. leaf. For um, sure. It's like a weed, but it's a really healthy, healthy weed. There you go. <laughs> but I, you know, but I'm assuming there's also, you know, where you, you know, if you find yes. them on a hike out in nature, yes. that's great. That's different than Heritage like, Park. Yeah. Lovely. Maybe a, not so much. They might yeah. have an issue if they rip up the park. <laughs> But B, they might. I'm assuming they've probably sprayed it <laughs> exactly. or something. Exactly. So this is more to right. introduce people to what it actually looks like. Because like. yeah. a lot of people that want to go out and forage, they first need someone to like show them what it even yes. looks like. And Do then not. use correct ID books and like make sure you know what you're doing before you start <laughs> harvesting roots and putting them in your yeah. tea. <laughs> Should not be eating breakfast at Heritage Park. <laughs> no. No. Most parks, period. No. <laughs> you got to find the pristine places or grow them yourself yeah. or get them from other people for sure. Because you want to make sure that mm-hmm. lots of different things, they don't have toxins yeah. on them. Um, yeah. And, you know. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. I mean, I do correctly because you can use herbs incorrectly. Yes, you yeah. And, you I know. mean, even the time of year you harvest them, there's certain times that are optimal and you're going to get the most medicine from them. And there's time of years where you're really not going to get much from them. Or for the example of nettle, you don't really want to harvest it this time of year because it's already gotten really fibrous and high in silica and oh. other and um, other compounds that are potentially not so good for you later in the year. Oh, interesting. Um, they're higher in those compounds. So, you know, you want to harvest them early spring. And so you need to know those things, right? Those are right. kind of like information that used to just be passed down, um, yeah. you know, within families or communities or tribes or whatever, right? Like mm-hmm. this is what, when we harvest this and this is what we do with it. Yeah. But now it's something you have to seek out if you're interested in that. And then you need to learn the correct ID and harvest methods and how do you what do you do with it once you harvest it right because <laughs> right, you know if you're going to harvest it in the spring for a nettle let's mm-hmm. say if you want it to last all year right exactly. I'm sure there's well, ways that are better to do that yes. versus not to maintain the integrity exactly. of what you're getting out of the nettle exactly yeah and like I said I mean sometimes people just enjoy learning and then maybe they learn oh I didn't know lemon balm had this use but you know I'm probably not going to grow it and dry it myself for tea but right. I'll go buy it you know yeah. a place like mine but now they know, like, something about it that they didn't before. So there's just that connection. Yeah, and, and that's probably the category I'm mm-hmm. in, right? I yeah, think it would be most fascinating to are. learn more about it. Yeah. But I'm not at the stage of my life that we tried to grow a garden. And, I don't know, <laughs> Too many well. other things yeah. going on. <laughs> didn't go well. I thought I was planting pumpkins. I got zucchini. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> Hopefully you like zucchini. <laughs> I do, actually. <laughs> And my parents had a garden growing up, so I have, like, a zucchini bread recipe that you can use oh, at all. Awesome, and, awesome. And then we planted raspberries, and the dog ate the bushes. Oh. So, you know. Huh. Interesting choice. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> we've moved on. Yeah. Exactly. Be we'll let other people life. grow this stuff. <laughs> but I will appreciate the it immensely. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> well, that's that's even me. I mean, people ask all the time if I go out and harvest. And even though I appreciate the plants when I see them out hiking, and I know a lot of them, and so happy to see them in their different phases of growth. I'm not out there harvesting my own medicine yeah. for the most part. It's way easier to just use the bulk stuff I have at my shop or right. make a tea or buy a tincture that's already made, you know, that I have in big bottle instead of soaking my own in alcohol and water for several weeks and straining it and bottling it myself. You know, it's just those extra steps. It's like, yeah. what are you willing to take the time to do, right? <laughs> yeah. I am totally willing to take the time to drive to urban <laughs> Awesome. There you go. There you go. (laughs) Perfect. That's why we're there. Awesome. Thanks so much for joining us today, Katya. We'll have all the information on the website after the show. Take care, everybody. Bye bye.